News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 170 of the Luke Messias Show. Senator John Cornyn has taken no time to use this most recent crisis in our state uh, to betray law-abiding gun owners. It is a very strange thing that some Republican officials do whenever there is a tragic situation that occurs, like the Uvalde shooting, to then lump all gun owners together and act like they are somehow the same. What happened in Uvalde is disturbing. It is heartbreaking. The information that has come out since then is even more angering. The fact that you had parents who were trying to go into the public school and being held back by law enforcement who was not going in to protect the children whose lives were being taken. It is maddening and it is a reminder that you should never count on the government to defend you. They won't. They will often fall short. The entire reason that we have a Second Amendment is to uh, actually hold the government at bay. And there are other benefits to that. But it's a general understanding that at your core as an individual, self-government, that's something that we believe in as a nation, as a state. We also believe that a government that can tyrannize you will tyrannize you. And that the less defenses you have against that government, the more they will tyrannize you. The founders wanted to make sure that the government was always held at bay by a well-armed populace. And so we have the Second Amendment. The problem is that we also have a deteriorating society around us. And we have public institutions that are infecting and perverting and warping the minds and hearts of children, of adolescents, of young adults. We have other institutions of society, be it the video game industry, Hollywood, the universities that are teaming up. And these problems that are being created have led to more situations like we saw in Uvalde. It's really troubling. I have two children, and the thought of losing any of them is very difficult for me to process. Uvalde, Texas is very close to where I live. I mean, it is less than an hour away. I've been there quite often. I've spent time, spent weekends out there on ranches. I've met the mayor, Don McLaughlin, who's the gentleman who called Beto O'Rourke an SOB when he came and interrupted the press conference. There are family friends that I grew up with that now live in Uvalde, are involved, are involved in their church, are involved in the business community. It's disturbing. It's upsetting. And it's more infuriating the more we find out that law enforcement just showed up and didn't feel like it was their job to immediately stop that gunman. We'll get into more details on that. 
But today we're going to focus on the fact that John Cornyn is completely betraying gun owners, the law abiding gun owners. Okay, let me be clear. If you are a gun owner who is intent on doing someone harm with your weapons in the next six months to a year, do you know what you're not doing? You're not sitting there going, I wonder if Senator John Cornyn is going to pass a compromise bill that will prevent me from doing this in the future. Mitch McConnell has tapped Senator John Cornyn to meet with Democrats and come up with a bipartisan, common sense gun bill. We would call this gun control because that's what it is. Caitlin Collins, who's the chief White House correspondent with CNN, said Senator Cornyn, this is her quoting him, Senator Cornyn says the group of bipartisan senators working on potential gun legislation will meet virtually tomorrow. And tomorrow is today. This was something tweeted yesterday to try to see if we can agree on a basic framework about how we go forward. End quote. Asked about these this effort by these lawmakers, Biden said earlier Quote, I think there's a realization on the part of rational Republicans, referring to John Cornyn, and I think Senator McConnell is a rational Republican. I think Cornyn is as well. There is a recognition on their part, we can't continue like this, end quote. Senator Cornyn is not representative of Republicans in Texas. And his efforts to use this catastrophe to team up with Democrats and pass gun control legislation should infuriate every red-blooded Republican in Texas. Joe Biden says that uh, Mitch McConnell and John Cornyn are rational Republicans. The Dallas Morning News actually came out with a op-ed from their editorial staff titled, It's John Cornyn's Moment, Reform Gun Laws and Lift Up the American Middle. And they basically pleaded with him for a page and a half to use this crisis to pass gun control in Texas. This is my favorite quote. This is from the editorial of the Dallas Morning News. Throughout his career, Cornyn has been a strong steward of conservatism. He has worked for small government, free market, individual responsibility, and constitutional fealty during his years in office. Says who? The Dallas Morning News? They're the fourth estate. This is a part of the liberal media that has been trying to usher in leftist garbage. This is the same institution that endorsed Hillary Clinton for president and Joe Biden for president and Barack Obama. This newspaper is telling you, by the way, John Cornyn has stewarded conservatism. No, he has not. He has never been part of a coalition that has stewarded conservatism. And the fact that the Dallas Morning News thinks so is proof positive that that is the case. 
The editorial staff continues, powerful voices in the Republican Party from elected officials to cable news hosts to the NRA will fight any attempt to move forward on this question. These, those people and that organization do not represent the great American middle. They enjoy power because they can rally a political base in primaries and because they can summon the almighty dollar to an increasingly extremist cause. So I can't stand defending the NRA because the NRA, for anyone who follows gun policy, is the middle group, okay? In fact, of all of the pro-gun groups, they're the weakest, which would then cause the Dallas Morning News to, like, lose their minds. Like, in their minds, the NRA is this, you know, arch, far-right, crazy conservative group. But they're not. The NRA endorsed Harry Reid for re-election in Nevada, The NRA has supported John Cornyn in the past. The NRA supports Republicans who literally come out and say they're for gun control at times. And they will still back them for re-election because the NRA helps anybody who's currently in power. Here's actually another key takeaway, though. Following the Uvalde shooting, all of a sudden Republicans started canceling their appearance at the NRA. House Speaker Dade Phelan came out and said he had no plans to go to the NRA. Greg Abbott said, well, I'm going to go to Uvalde instead, but I'll record a video for the people at the NRA. And even Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick also said he would not be going to the NRA convention. Now, with Dan Patrick, I feel like I always have to talk about the difference because it's important to remember that there is a very big difference between Dan Patrick and Greg Abbott. And we've talked about that often on this program. There's a significant distinction between these two men. Dan Patrick has a conservative agenda for Texas moving forward in 2023, and Greg Abbott and Dade Phelan do not. But when it comes to this issue, Dan Patrick came out and in a statement basically In fact, he said he had prayed about it. He said he was concerned that people in Uvalde would take offense to him going to the NRA convention. And here's my concern with this, is that these politicians' actions are acting like law-abiding gun owners and NRA members are somehow equivalent to these mass shooters, which is what the left does every time there is a shooting. And it's just not true. Ted Cruz addressed some of this in his speech because he did go to the NRA convention, which is, again, another line of distinction between Governor Greg Abbott and Ted Cruz. We talked on this program and we'll break it down at some point. But Ted Cruz went in a lot of these Republican primary runoffs and endorsed the conservative option, the more conservative choice of the two. And Greg Abbott went into a lot of the Republican runoffs that just happened and endorsed the most moderate of the two. And Ted Cruz did very well. In fact, in the open seat races where they were running to fill an open seat, Ted Cruz won numerous races over uh, over Greg Abbott. And Greg Abbott, in many cases, was actually supporting the more well-funded Austin-backed, establishment-backed, Dade Phelan-backed candidate. Senator Cruz deserves credit for that. And he also deserves credit for the fact that he went to the convention. Let's just take a second to um, listen to what Ted had to say. Here's the clip. Senate Democrats cynically blocked school safety funding in Grassley Cruz, and they have repeatedly blocked my legislation to allow schools to access 
1.3 billion dollars in federal funds to improve school safety. Had Uvalde gotten a grant to upgrade the school security, they might have made changes that could have stopped this shooter and killed him at the single point of entrance with armed law enforcement there on the ground before he hurt any of these innocent kids and teachers. Ultimately, as we all know, what stops armed bad guys is armed good guys. Like Stephen Williford, the heroic plumber and NRA rifle instructor who grabbed his AR-15 and ran barefoot to stop the murderer at Sutherland Springs. Or the Border Patrol tactical unit who finally killed the Uvalde monster. And that's why the media's cynicism and dishonesty on this topic is so pernicious. The media blames you, the millions of members of the NRA, for these crimes. That is a lie. That is a lie. See, this is what it looks like when an elected official defends the people that have elected him to office. This is the frustration that so many Republican voters have, is that they will fight hard to elect some people to office. And then those same politicians, when the going gets tough, will turn around and stab him in the back and betray him, like Senator Cornyn is doing today on some Zoom meeting with a bunch of Democrats saying, which, which uh, gun control policy do you think we can pass? Maybe the Dallas Morning News will say that this is yet another step in stewarding conservatism. The Dallas Morning News is the institution that Senator Cruz could easily be referring to when he says the media are blaming you NRA members for this. That is a lie. And that is what every Republican should be saying. President Trump went to the NRA convention. President Trump spoke to the NRA convention. We'll just take a second to listen to this clip as well. In fact, because he said one thing very specifically that I think points back to the frustration that Texans feel. Here you go. And unlike some, I didn't disappoint you by not showing up. Gotta show up. For more than... There's sometimes you got to just love Trump. You know, uh, in Texas, we're kind of frustrated that President Trump, in fact, it's really funny that he could actually be criticizing Greg Abbott by name at the convention who had just canceled his appearance at the NRA. And yet it was six months ago that he was campaigning for Greg Abbott's reelection in Texas, which for a lot of us conservatives in the Lone Star State, we were very frustrated with. Because there were a lot of Republicans that thought, well, if Trump backs the guy, he must be okay. And we know that that's just not the case. But 
it's decisions like this that remind me why the base of Republicans are still so loyal to Donald Trump. Steve Dace said it this way. I actually went back and found this. This is from May 7th. He said, Trump does make some terrible slash disloyal to his base endorsements at times. For real. Yet, his base stays loyal to him overall. Why? Because at least 50% of the time, he's pretty loyal to his base. And that's 90% more loyalty than they've gotten from a national GOP leader in decades. Do you understand how frustrating it is to see Mitch McConnell and John Cornyn teaming up with Democrats to try to find some type of gun control they can pass, all while Dade Phelan and Greg Abbott and even Dan Patrick this time around say, you know what, I'm going to distance myself from gun owners and the NRA. There's no chance, in my opinion, that we're going to pass gun control in Texas. But I do think there is a chance that we could pass it at a national level. And I think if it happens, John Cornyn will probably be the most important person the most integral voice in making that happen. And that's not going to be representative of what the people of Texas want. It's very frustrating when you watch politicians like John Cornyn teaming up to sell us out. And it is incumbent on us to make sure that people like John Cornyn are not the future of the Republican Party. The Texas Senate has gotten considerably more conservative after the primaries. The Texas House has gotten more conservative after the Republican primaries. The Republican Party is strong and ready to advocate for conservative policy. There are a lot of good things, and we have talked about the fact that the party is moving to the right, but there are still these old institutional voices like John Cornyn and Mitch McConnell and even Greg Abbott who will come chiming in and continue to try to drag this party back into the middle, and we cannot let that happen. But you should be aware, if you're a Texan, that it is our Senator John Cornyn that has been tapped by Mitch McConnell. It is our Senator John Cornyn who has been declared by Joe Biden to be one of the rational Republicans that he's looking to to see, can this crisis lead to gun control? Where is Joe Biden looking? To Texas's Senator John Cornyn. It is our Senator who the Dallas Morning News, the liberal left Dallas Morning News, is asking and begging to pass gun control. See, the Dallas Morning News might think of John Cornyn as a steward of conservatism or someone who has worked for small government, free markets, individual responsibility, and constitutional fealty during his years in office. But we haven't seen that from him. I have such low expectations that I don't anticipate seeing that from him for the remainder of his political career. My hope is that enough Texans will speak out to where his efforts to grow government, restrict markets, take away your responsibility, and shred the Constitution fall short.
And that's why we're talking about it today. I hope you have a blessed week. God bless you. And God bless the state of Texas. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messia Show. This program is brought to you by Scorecard Media. Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you and God bless Texas. Texas.